Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Oh, welcome back to Bible Breakdown. Welcome back to Bible Breakdown I, Podcast. I'm Kat. And I'm T. Yay, we're here to read the Bible. We are here to read the Bible. Um, you were telling me earlier how maybe today is not a good day. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's a beautiful day, but it's also, there's, it's a, beautiful a, day outside, there's yeah. a shadow. Cat, what did you say? It's a beautiful day it outside. It is a beautiful day outside. In the part of the Midwest that we yeah, are Yeah, but um, the sad part is that the Supreme Court has overturned Roe versus Wade, and I knew they would, um, but it's still really disappointing. And But w- one of the things that you pointed out is that this might be an opportunity for people to start wanting to put that line between church and state. That's the establishment clause. So they love the second amendment. They never talk about that first amendment, which is you got to keep that church out of the public square. And also too, for people who still want to rock with the Bible, maybe ask yourself why. And no one wants to admit it's branding. I've been indoctrinated since I was a child and never really critically thought about this book or even read it. Yeah. Um, I agree. That was one of my biggest, um, hindrances as a as a child as a younger man um just because i feel like this was being pushed on us and i've never been one to just follow it um also i learned a lot on twitter i don't know if this is verified yet because again this is my first time reading the bible but apparently abortion itself is not actually mentioned in the bible we actually have talked about it is um we've read it already um, it's prescribed. If a man thinks that his wife is cheating on him, she takes her, he takes her to the priest and the priest gives her a drink and the drink, um, if she's been cheating, will cause her to have a b- abortion, a miscarriage. And then um, if it's, if she's not cheating, then she'll keep the baby. Let me rephrase. It has not mentioned that it's a. No, they sin. were recommending it in that case. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. there's no b- abortion ban. It's never like, no, no Jesus never said one word Bible, about it. No Ten Commandments, or, well, actually, there's more than Ten yeah. Commandments. Oh, yeah, in that list. But of no, stuff. it's not no. in the commandments. It wasn't listed not, in, okay. as far as I know, your slaves were free to have abortions if they wanted to. Interesting. So. There um, was a lot of stuff well, on slavery. That's why I brought that up. So lots of slavery rules. There was a lot of that going on Twitter, too. Um, <laughs> just the parallels of obviously that. and Yeah, we and don't everything. get and Also, too, even if it did, we don't get our morals from the Bible. I mean, we don't, though. Like people say they do, but this would be it would look like, you know, Sharia law if we did. Yeah. Um, what was the point? Oh, I have my own theories about um, where this will or why. This is happening. A lot of people said it's about control, um, which I do believe to an extent. But I think a lot of people are thinking of it from the surface level, just like men wanting to control women. And I think that is a degree of it. But I also think it's a little deeper than that. My theory is that that we have to keep producing um, children, which eventually grow into adults so that we can have a workforce so that oppressed workforce 
oh, an oppressed workforce so that people can um, stay rich. Yeah. Those are in power who can Exploit stay in power them. and they would always Because that's how you, you know, get rich in capitalism, exploitation. Yeah. You always have people under you. Um, and so one of my, my eyes was open, were opened um, by my roommate who brought up something about, you know, um, I guess statistically the people who actually get the most abortions are actually, um, white people. Yeah. It's also um, eugenicist. Yeah. 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 So there was yeah. that part that I was not fully aware of. And the, yeah, so I learned not a lot. white babies being born. Not and I, I was listening to, it was, I don't know who, I'll try to send it to you. I think I sent it to him. Joe huh? Oregon? No, no, no. This was a woman. This was like back in the 70s or 80s. And she was breaking it down. And she was like, this is this abortion stuff. She's like, this is about keeping stuff white. Don't let anything fool you. This is a white woman saying this. And she was like, they she was like, there's a published paper. You can look it up. Do it was talking about there's not enough white babies being born in America. And he's like, we can fix it the way like Western European countries have, which is pay white women to have babies. But the reason you're never going to have it here is because you would also be paying brown and black women to have babies too like because you're not allowed to segregate anymore so that's why a lot of social programs that make sense for us in america the free health care and universal basic income they're not going for it because it would go into the hands of brown and black people which is interesting to me because i have this other theory of i know they don't want to give you the money for you know obviously racist reasons or but i also feel like because a lot of people are like like when when you get the money i think a lot of people will still remain in the financial situation they are in because they just don't have the discipline or financial literacy to climb the there will be those people, economic but ladder but there will be yeah. breakthrough but it's I, just like I with just public feel- education not everyone takes advantage of that and a lot of people fail out of it but it's better to have it than not have it I agree, which is why it kind of confuses me from a business standpoint, because money is money. So whoever's spending it, like, you know, like it's like when people get their tax checks, most niggas just go out and buy. Well, is there no rationality around racism, right? It's an insane prospect, this idea of white supremacy. It's a it's a fiction. It's a myth. And so there's not going to be logic to it. And people are still going to want to hold on to it because they love that identity being able to grasp onto their their sweet, pale, white lord. Let's see what um, he has to say to Moses today. Oh, so like uh, last week. Moses is getting, Moses is getting whacked. I know, but he's still in this one. He's, not, he's just not going to the promised land. He's still around. He just knows that Joshua's going to take his place, which is wild. But like last time on the Bible Breakdown, we, um, we actually had like a, a mild instance of feminism. Where the what were them them chicks' names? Uh, the daughters of Zelophehad. Um, they made a case for getting their father's inheritance, and weirdly enough, the Lord and Moses agreed with them. So that was kind of cool. Um, there was a census that was um uh, that was just unbearably long, and um then they were uh I think they were admonished for. Um, kind of integrating with the uh, people of the land, and God killed a bunch of people for interracial marriages, basically. A lot of killing. Yeah. Oh, As, that's still going I mean, on. You know, he, he keeps rolling out the hits. Okay, Numbers 28 from the New Revised Standard Version, Daily Offerings. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the Israelites and say to them, My offering 
the food for my offerings by fire, my pleasing odor, you shall take care to offer to me it, me at its appointed time, and you shall say to them, this is the offering by fire that you shall offer to the Lord, two male lambs a year with a year old without blemish daily as a regular offering. One lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. Also, one-tenth of an ephath of choice flour for a grain offering mixed with one-fourth of a hen of beaten oil. It is a regular burnt offering ordained at Mount Sinai for a pleasing odor, an offering by fire to the Lord. Its drink offering shall be one-fourth of a hen for each lamb. In the sanctuary you shall pour out a drink offering of strong drink to the Lord. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight with a grain offering and a drink offering like the one in the morning. You shall offer it as an offering by fire, a pleasing odor to the Lord. On the Sabbath day, two male lambs a year old without blemish and two-tenths of an epath of choice flour for a grain offering mixed with oil and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering for every Sabbath in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. At the beginning of your month, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year without a year old without blemish, also three-tenths of an ephath of choice flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull, and two-tenths of choice flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram, and one-tenth of choice flour mixed with oil as a grain offering for every lamb, a burnt offering of pleasing odor, an offering by fire to the Lord. Their drink offering shall be half a hen of wine for a bull, one-third of a hen for a ram, and one-fourth of a hen for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every month throughout the months of the year, and there shall be one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord. It shall be offered in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. Offerings at Passover. On the 14th day of the first month, there shall be a Passover offering to the Lord, and on the 15th day of this month is a festival. Seven days shall unleavened bread be eaten. On the first day there shall be a holy convocation. You shall not work at your occupations. You shall offer an offering by fire, a burnt offering to the Lord. Two young bulls, one ram, a seven male and seven male lambs a year old. See that they are without blemish. Their grain offering shall be of choice flour mixed with oil. Three-tenths of an ephah shall you offer for a bull, and two-tenths for a ram. One-tenth you shall offer for each of the seven lambs. Also one male goat for a sin offering to make atonement for you. You shall offer these in addition to the burnt offerings of the morning, which belong to the regular burnt offering. In the same way, you shall offer daily for seven days the food of an offering by fire, a pleasing odor to the Lord. It shall be offered in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. And on the seventh day, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not work at your occupations. On the day of the first fruits, when you offer a grain offering of new grain to the Lord at your festival of weeks, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not work at your occupations. You shall offer a burnt offering, a pleasing odor to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old. Their grain offering shall be of choice flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each bull, two-tenths for one ram, one-tenth for each of the seven lambs with one male goat to make atonement for you.
in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering you shall offer them and their drink offering they shall be without blemish thanks b um so from what i got from that is that it was just basically instructions for the different offerings you got your monthly offering you got your offering during passover and then you got your offering um for the festival of weeks which i don't know if i've personally ever heard of do you know what that is um no i don't know what i don't know what the festival of weeks is um okay i'm sure it's well, i mean it, it, it involves Google. you know the lambs rams grain epaths all that stuff um isn't it interesting that all of the stuff the Lord likes is all the stuff like people like too. It's very interesting. Um, before we get into that, the festival, what is the festival weeks? This is fact checked um, according to gotquestions.org. Festival weeks is described in Leviticus 23. Um, oh, we read Leviticus, right? That was before this? No. We didn't read Leviticus. No, yes, we did, did we? Genesis. Yeah, we read Leviticus. Oh. It's before this. Okay, my bad. I believe. Look at me remembering yeah, look shit. At you. Um, I don't remember them talking about the festival weeks though. So, it is the second of the three solemn fest feasts that are uh, all Jewish males were required to travel to Jerusalem to attend. All right, so that's what the festival weeks Neat. is, according to this. Um, the important feast gets its name from the fact that it starts seven full weeks or exactly 50 days after the festival of first fruits. Oh. Okay. So anyway, I just was trying to, you know, give some perspective sure. uh, or clarity because I didn't exactly know, but go on. No, I was just saying it's just very interesting that the Lord likes all the stuff that people like, like meat, bread, and wine. Almost makes you yeah, think. That's like it's funny how that and, and such a large amount of it. Like I kept repeating the same thing over and over again, but like just on top of everything, everybody's supposed to be bringing like it seems unsustainable. And also I understand why there were so many uprisings because it's like, seriously, how many animals do we have to murder for God to stop fucking us up? Oh, so this brings up a good point of what I was talking to my roommate about yesterday was the back, you know, before the modernization of like us being able to go to the grocery store and get food and all that type of stuff. Somebody actually had to sit down because there was a scarcity of food and they had to like because you can only plant food like plants during a certain time of year. So somebody actually had to do that. I mean, obviously, a lot of this is just killing you know, goats and bulls and shit like that. So, I mean, maybe they... But there's grain, were, so there's obviously some cultivating yeah. somewhere. But someone had to sit down and, like, do this, and this probably took generations for them to get it right while you're also battling, you know, everything in the world trying to kill you. They didn't have diphtheria. the... Diphtheria. You, know, you don't have to worry about like diphtheria what? much. Diphtheria. Know, it's just one of the many, like, diseases you can get when you don't, don't have clean water. know what that is. Look at... Because I'm, I'm privileged in those right. time, so I don't even right. know exactly. what that is. <laughs> Or dysentery. Um, I'm sure there was a lot of dysentery going on. Yeah. So I just, so to back up your point though, it's, it seems very wasteful to like give all of this stuff to something that you don't know is going to pay off. It's kind of like paying insurance. Yeah. Well, like, or protection money from a mob boss. Yeah. 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 
contradicting. I mean, that's what it, this is what it's so giving. God is basically God, Tony Soprano. Like, if you don't keep my commandments, I'm gonna fuck you up. I will abandon. Remember that thing where he was like, "I will abandon you. Your children will die in the desert." Like, it was a whole thing where it was just like, "Oh, don't! How dare you question Moses?" Like, yeah. It was, uh, now Moses is getting whacked. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Lo- I mean, mm, whatever. It's no loyalty. Anyway. <clears throat> Number 29. Offerings oh, wait, at the I was going to look at what dysentery is. Of trumpets. Okay. Uh, historically known as the bloody flux. It's a type of gastroenterologist that results in bloody diarrhea. Um, hmm. This sounds terrible. Yeah. So you basically it's when you shit yourself to death. Oh, so like cholera. A little bit, yeah. Oh, There's all <laughs> kinds of ways to shit to death, apparently. <laughs> this, is, this is terrible. Yeah. Also, slightly one of the fears that I have. And also too, one of the things God isn't offering or the Lord isn't offering up any instruction on how to avoid. This is just instruction on how to keep Moses paid. <laughs> what do you mean like God is not telling you how to avoid like, well I can't imagine be, like avoid him killing you? Well, no, like there's no instruction on how to, for instance, sanitize things so that people don't get foodborne illnesses or how to make soap or how to procure clean water so that you don't get a lot of these diseases that are so avoid we don't even know about now because they're so far removed from or like leprosy i'm sure that leprosy was caused by just not washing these were a bunch of unwashed assholes walking around the desert hairy unwashed assholes for as um tragic as the time it is that we live in very fortunate very grateful to have been born in this time. You know time. what's funny, too? Because, I'm sorry, take it back to the abortion ban. Like, they they started plotting this before the internet. Like, that's the thing. Like, they played the long game. Yeah, like, but I'm just saying, like, they didn't factor in the fact that we'll be able to circumvent the ban. You know what I mean? Because of communication on the internet. Like, it's not going to be mm. like it was in the 80s or 90s. Like, if you were stuck, mm. like, you 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 couldn't Google where to find, you know, organizations mm-hmm. to help you find an abortion. Like, you would, it, it was incredibly difficult. But now, like, there's so many ways to reach out. Yes. But I would also argue, I do believe that to be true, but I also think that, they've been having the internet it just was not the mass production that it is i'm just now. saying when they started plant this plan the internet wasn't a factor because this has been like a very coordinated attack so that's the thing but i think not i would uh, yes yes i'm not arguing against you what i think though is like the shit like it's kind of like what you said the other day when we was talking when you was like, you know, the shit y'all just witnessed and I've been on, like, so I feel like they may have already knew, like, this way of communicating is coming, even if it's not coming now. And so I would no, I put they it past didn't. Them. They're not those types of people. Like, once again, these are people who think the Earth's going to end soon. They're not like plugged into the same thing with like um, I'm not talking about that doctor here who was um, inseminating his clients with his own sperm or with his patients with his own sperm so like Uh, our father yeah and so he was doing that he didn't think he was going to get caught because he didn't anticipate like 
DNA testing. Like that didn't exist when he was. Oh, is that what that's, that's what got him yes. caught up? <laughs> like twenty three and Me got him all the way <laughs> fucked up, and and a lo- bunch of other doctors who were doing it too. <laughs> Wait, so he? I haven't watched that doc. So when did he start doing that? It was like in the I want to say like eighties. And why did like one of my family members like go to him or to his practice? Like he they, he wasn't her doctor. Like she wasn't getting fertility treatments. It was also just an OBGYN clinic. So when she was pregnant, yeah. she got obstetric care there. And like he was part of because it was a huge practice. Like that was like the, you know, they were known. Yeah. They were they had a sterling reputation of being. So technology got him yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, at least blew the whistle on it because he had been retired. But like it just made it be known what it what he was. Oh, up so to. he was already. So how old was he when they called him? Ugh, I don't know how old that dude is. He look old. Yeah, okay. he's still alive. So you know. Cause it's like that. I'll um, fuck old dude up too if I see him. It's on site. Okay, y'all got all this energy, but y'all don't do the shit to Zimmerman. I don't know. I fuck him up on site too. <laughs> you kidding okay. me? Anyway. <laughs> Um, interesting points that you made. I just feel like I don't know. I feel like yeah. I just they, think the fact that like I don't disc. What's the word? I don't. I don't put it past how smart that um. These I'm not saying they're not are. smart. I'm saying they're not good at anticipating the future because for one thing, they don't even think there's going to be a future. It's the same thing why they're not motivated to do ecological change because the big Jesus was up and when people were like, oh, the message of Jesus that like y'all don't read this shit like Jesus wasn't. I mean, there was some lovey dovey stuff in there, but a lot of it was added afterwards and wasn't even really accredited to him. How wait, many wait, people do you really think believe huh? that though? Like, do you really think? Go ahead and so like point, it's not even a lot of stuff was doctored and added later like this stuff where he was like uh, throw the first stone even religious people agree that that's a forgery so like that's not even something that was in the original text it was just added later on he was an apocalypse preacher his big thing was like let the dead bury the dead forget about your family just follow me the world's about to end like um i'm gonna come be like i'm after the story is after he died and resurrected and became like a king or God or whatever, he's supposed to go to heaven and then come back with Jesus or come back with his dad and fuck everybody up. And that was supposed to happen within the lifetime of the disciples. But obviously that didn't happen. So they just kept the story going. This happens a lot in cults here where they're like, oh, it's going to be the end of the world at this date. And then when the world doesn't end, it'll be like, oh, God said he, we need more time to purify ourselves. And so the game just keeps going and going and going. So they think at some point everything's going to it's going to be the apocalypse. So there's no point in being good stewards of the earth and take caring, taking care of our environment. Because any day Jesus is going to be back from getting a pack of cigarettes to save us. Okay, so my question is, how many people in power would you think actually believe that versus, and when I say that, I mean like lawmakers or maybe even preachers to some degree, because I honestly believe the people that actually believe what you were just talking about are all the people who probably aren't making the decisions. I think their followers believe it, and I think a lot, I would say probably about 40% of the people at the top don't believe this stuff, but there's enough of them that do that it's dangerous and then of course i would say most of their followers believe it just because you're taught that faith is a virtue like believing stuff without evidence is just the purest form of virtue where it's not it's gullibility every single time they got uh 
We got my black people down bad, man. Down, but we down I, bad. Just stuff that I see on the internet. A lot of people I'm associated with, you know, they uh, they you know post. What do they say? God is good, or God is um, on time. It's like a lot of stuff. My my won't my he will? Is, won't he? Won't he do won't he it? Do it? Won't he? Won't he will? Like all this, I see all this all the time. My father is very um, Southern Christian type of guy um it's it's very interesting but anyway let's get on to number yeah, talking about these offerings of um, trumpets <clears throat> the offerings at the festival of donald trump <clears throat> on the first day of seventh on the first day of the seventh you shall have a holy convocation you shall not work at your occupations it is a day for you to blow the trumpets and you shall offer a burnt offering a pleasing odor to the lord one young bull one ran seven male lambs a year without blemish their grain offering shall be of choice flour mixed with oil three tenths of one ff for the bull two tenths for the ram and one tenth for each of the seventh lamb of the seven lambs with one male goat for a sin offering to make atonement for you these are in addition to the burnt offering of the new moon and its grain offering and the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and their drink offerings according to the ordinance for them a pleasing odor and offering by fire to the lord offerings on the day of atonement on the tenth day of the seventh month you shall have a holy convocation and deny yourselves you shall not do, you shall do no work you shall offer a burnt offering to the lord a pleasing odor one young bull one ram seven male lambs a year old uh, they shall be without blemish. Their grain offering shall be a choice flour mixed with one tenth oil, one tenth ugh, mixed with three tenths of an FF for the bull, two tenths for the one ram, one tenth for each of the seven lambs, with one male goat for a sin offering. In addition to the sin offering of atonement and the regular burnt offering and grain offering and their drink offerings. Ooh, buddy. Um, <laughs> offerings at the festival of booths on the 15th day of the seventh month you shall have a holy convocation you shall not work at your occupations you shall celebrate a festival to the lord seven days you shall offer a burnt offering an offering by fire a pleasing odor to the lord 13 young bulls two rams 14 male lambs a year old they shall be without blemish their grain offering shall be of choice flour mixed with oil, three tenths of FI for each of the 13 bulls, two tenths for each of the two rams, and one tenth for each of the 14 lambs. Also, one male goat for a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering, its grain, and its drink offering. On the second day, 12 young bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs a year old without blemish and without the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the ram, and for the lambs as prescribed in accordance with their number also one male goat for a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering and his grain offering and their drink offering on the third day 11 bulls two rams 14 male lambs a year old without blemish with the grain offering and the drink offering for the bulls for the rams and for the lambs as prescribed in accordance with their number also one male goat for a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering and his grain offering and his drink offering on the fourth day, 10 bulls, two rounds, 14 male lambs, a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs as prescribed in accordance with their numbers. Also, one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offering. 
On the fifth day, nine bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs, a year uh, old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, as prescribed in accordance with their number. Also, one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offering. On the sixth day, eight bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs, a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offering for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, as prescribed in accordance with their number. Also, one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offerings. On the seventh day... Seven bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs, a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offering for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, as prescribed in accordance with their number. Also, one male goat for a sin offering besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the eighth day, you shall have a solemn assembly. You shall not work at your occupations. You shall offer a burnt offering, an offering by fire, a pleasing odor to the Lord, one bull, one ram, seven male lambs, a year old without blemish, and the grain offering and the drink offering for the bulls, for the ram, and for the lambs, as prescribed in accordance with their number. Also, one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering and his grain offering and his drink offering. There you shall offer to the Lord. These you shall offer to the Lord at your appointed festivals, in addition to you, your votive offerings and your free will offering, free will offerings as your burnt offerings, your grain offerings, your drink offerings, and your offerings of well-being. So Moses told the Israelites everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Woo! So are you Christian yet? <sighs> you know, <laughs> I am. That didn't uh, convince you. <sighs> You haven't watched, you started to watch, uh, what's the show that we were watching? Severance, I think, on uh, Apple TV. Um, I don't know if you were there when Nat and I were watching. Oh, I was there when it, you started. I think I fell asleep. Well, there's an episode on there. It's, Severance is a great show on Apple TV. I'm about to make a point here. Um, go check it out. Fabulous. But it's um, on there. Um uh, Helly, Hellier is her, the character's name, the main woman character's name, and she um, she gets in trouble in one of the episodes, and they make her basically not read the Bible, but read like I will not do da 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 over and over and over again, and she does it kind of like how I was just doing it, but they make her do it so much until like she actually is apologetic, it's so torturous, and that's kind of how. I feel like this is. Yeah, I think this is how they keep it like buried in the mystery and things like that, where it's it's just too boring to even do to yourself. Like, what am no? It's like legalese. Yeah, you know? or it's. It, it, I always say this: it's a terms of agreement that everyone agrees to, but no one reads. I I would get on with that. Um, I don't have much to go. It just seems to continuously be a lot of offerings this was obviously the offerings for specific times they keep reiterating without blemish yeah man bursting that fucking shit in with no blemish like don't give me that pockmark bullshit it's like the lord isn't going for that like yeah it's like oh we're moses the lord isn't it's like okay it's funny how the lord never once like (laughs) i don't know like a working aqueduct system. Wouldn't that be great? It's like the Lord Lord, can we build that? Can we just like build our own infrastructure so we don't have to take over somebody else's? You would think. Okay. You would think. All righty. Well, maybe this'll convince us to bow down and worship our 
rightful pale lord. Numbers 30, Vows Made by Women Then Moses said to the heads of the tribes of the Israelites, This is what the Lord has commanded. When a man makes a vow to the Lord, or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge, he shall not break his word. He shall do accordingly to all that proceeds out of his mouth. When a woman makes a vow to the Lord, or binds herself by a pledge, while within her father's house in her youth, and her father hears her vow or her pledge by which she has bound herself, and says nothing to her, then all her vows shall stand, and any pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if her father expresses approval of her at the time that he hears of it, no vow of hers and no pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand, and the Lord will forgive her because her father had expressed to her his disapproval. If she marries while obligated by her vows or any thoughtless utterance by her lips by which she has bound herself and her husband hears of it and says nothing to her at the time that he hears it, then her vows shall stand and her pledges by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if at the time that her husband hears of it, he expresses disapproval of her, then he shall nullify the vow by which she was obligated or the thoughtless utterance of her lips by which she bound herself and the Lord will forgive her. But every vow of a widow or a divorced woman by which she has bound herself shall be binding upon her. And if she made a vow in her husband's house or bound herself by a pledge with an oath and her husband heard it and said nothing to her and did not express disapproval to her, then all her vows shall stand and any pledge by which she bound herself shall stand. But if her husband nullifies them at the time that he hears them, then whatever proceeds out of her lips concerning her vows or concerning her pledge of herself shall not stand. Her husband has nullified them, and the Lord will forgive her. Any vow or any binding oath to deny herself, her husband may allow to stand, or her husband may nullify. But if her husband says nothing to her from day to day, then he validates all her vows and all her pledges by which she is obligated. He has validated them because he said nothing to her at the time that he heard of them. But if he nullifies them sometime after he has heard of them, then he shall bear her guilt. These are the statutes that the Lord commanded Moses concerning a husband and his wife and a father and his daughter while she is still young and in her father's house. Interesting. Yes. What did you find interesting? <laughs> Basically, at any point as a man, I can veto that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you told Cheryl you were going to do. You better get your ass in the house. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So like, or tent my point, bath. There are no houses. Yeah, at any point I can veto whatever you're doing, um, and that's crazy because it, it seems like it could be a situation where like, I he didn't say anything at the time, so she's walking around like, okay, he validates this, and then sometime later she's like, you know what? Matter of fact, you ain't yeah, doing that. Yeah, I changed my mind, and I heard you utter it, and every utterance out of your <laughs> mouth has to be cleared with me first. Although it does say if. If the husband does that, he has to bear the guilt, which I don't. You're responsible for that hoe. But what was nice is the Lord will forgive her. Is that her. what the guilt is? Huh? That is nice that the Lord yeah. will forgive her. <laughs> for just talking all loose, not thinking about stuff. Uh, I don't know. Very controlling. Huh, how apropos women. for, you know, how we started the episode about, you yeah. know. Because, I mean, yeah, you're not getting... 
you and here's the thing that's left out of the conversation a lot of times too about abortion because quite honestly i'm with louis ck i think women should be allowed to kill babies he's like it's a little bit killing a baby but women he's like the female of every species decides who gets to be born and that's just how it works and you one of the things is that when you some women seeking abortions like remember when Aaliyah married r kelly uh, or just the story of it because you were so I young. Know the story, yeah. But like, yeah, you know, R. Kelly married Aaliyah when she was 14, 15? Yeah, like 14, something 15. Something, yeah. something gross. And she was pregnant at the time. That's one of the reasons why he was able to marry her. The loophole is like you can marry, in, I think in some states, people as young as yeah, 12 years old. if they're old, pregnant. If they're pregnant. So, wow, man. It seems like an oversight. It's like, well, yeah, you can marry her, but you had to rape her first. So, or statutory rape her, whatever. But yeah, um, a lot of what her when her parents find found out what happened, they got an annulment and got her an abortion, which I would say is the right move. Like I would do that if that happened to my daughter. Like, no, you're not having your rapist baby. Like, just no, your body's not even done developing yet. Like, there's just absolutely it, it is harmful to you to have this baby right now so no as a parent I would do the same thing and a lot of women get abortions to escape abusive situations because it is really really difficult sharing custody of a child with someone who they use the child to abuse you um, a lot of times so um, this idea that it's not about control or keeping what you know basically staying in, like how things were in the bible like the priest are in charge of the pussy distribution and if you don't like it, you better take it up with the Lord. And he's not afraid to fuck a bitch up. He's not. Um, a lot of interesting things going on. A lot of interesting times. Um, I did someone enjoy that last uh, the chapter, I guess. Um, Everything was very repetitive, though. It's very repetitive. Oh, a point I was going to make. So... I noticed that first of all, there's no like structure to the sense of like what is a verse, because like, <laughs> it'll be like you know a sentence, but then it'll go on and it'll be like dimner a run on sentence. This might be a nod to the way it, from, it was translated, like the because I think it was very the ancient Hebrew that this is taken from and then like ancient Greek, because everyone wants to be like, oh, it was written in Greek because they want everything to be white. The Greeks did translate this, but keep in mind this was taken from the tradition of the ancient like Hebrews, which would have been in their language, which is Hebrew. So like it, I think it might be a nod to how they structured it and stuff like that. Cause once again, this is a translation of a translation of a translation. So I, that's my only guess. I don't know. Um, this is a thought that just came to my head. It has nothing to do with that, but that was a good point that you made. Um, any non, any non, uh, basically any black people who may be listening to this um because we're now charting in the united states um but anywhere um sp- this question might specifically be a line for those in the united states if you're still listening because you know you might think us negroes are going to hell but um children of Ham. i'm just curious about like the what what may keep you um involved with your church you know and what might keep you believing 
a believer um, in the extent of that. So if you feel comfortable, you know, shoot us an email at Bible breakdown podcast at gmail.com um, or our Instagram will be up soon. Would love to get some DMs, um, slot in the DMs. I hear um, that's where it goes down. Contact. <laughs> Start putting out some content on there as soon as uh, we get out of Facebook jail. <laughs> um, any more thoughts? Anything next time? The Bible bums me out. The fact that people swear up and down like this is just the best thing in the world. It just it it always just sickens me. Well, I feel like the people who are saying that are the ones who don't read it. And I mean, some people do though. Like people are super into it and are just super okay with being oppressed and abused. I've I've yet to meet anyone that's ever read the Bible cover to cover, other than maybe um this guy, who I think actually he went to school to become a preacher or a priest, a preacher. I feel like most people who get through it are like, okay, yeah, I'm not. Because have you ever heard of the? Have we, have we talked about this before on the show, the clergy project? It's no. um, I mean, maybe it's but a support group like a for um, priests and pastors and reverends who no longer are believers, but they're oh, also awesome. kind of stuck because they don't have any other skills and they don't want to lose their families. So they created like an online community where they're able to kind of, you know, commune with people who are like them. And um, <laughs> oh, man, their, their Reddit thread has to be amazing. Yeah. We, maybe we can oh. feature that one one episode. That would be interesting. But yeah, it's a very um, real phenomenon. And and most people <laughs> do say like usually it was like in seminary when they were reading about the Bible and they figured it out. But they're kind of stuck in a way because it is very very. Di- I I would say like one of the things I'm proudest of myself is is getting out of religion, like getting out of the church I was in. Because it's not an easy thing to do. It's not easy to admit to yourself that for years. I mean, I was one of those people standing outside, like at the right for life rallies and stuff like that, holding an abortion as murder sign. Like it's not something I'm. I was really young though, but it's 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 hard to look at myself and then be like, "Ooh, I'm doing the wrong thing. I don't think I'm on the right side. I need to reexamine things." So, kudos to me for doing that. Kudos to you. And for everyone else who's done that. and I mean, it's it's weird because a lot of the people I love and respect are still very much hardcore believers. Um, same. You're, same. Now you're like uh, on the clergy project. <laughs> well, yeah, I was reading some clergy projects. Yeah, that'll, um, that'll be fascinating. But next week, or not next week, next episode. Next episode. On it's gonna be war. It's going to be war yeah. um, against Midian. Midianites? Against Midian. Then we're going to return from the war. Then there will be... Um, War-war? War-war? Oh. No, some disposition of captives and booty. Okay, conquest and is, division. Okay, that yeah, usually okay. happens after war. Conquest and division, Transjordan. And um, the stages of Israel's journey from Egypt, which I think I've mentioned before is mostly a fiction. Yeah. Yeah, you said that, but, you know. We'll see. So, I'm um, we're almost done though. We got about uh, we're almost done with five, numbers. F- we're almost done with numbers, <laughs> not the Bible, unfortunately. But um, lots of Bible. Got life. about five five books. You know left. what I'm excited to get and to? And also, are are we? Hold on, I'm gonna answer that for okay. you in a second. So after Deuteronomy, 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 um. 
will that be considered the Torah? I don't know. Because the first five books? The first five I think books? so, but I'd have to look up to be sure. Okay, I can do that. Um, what are you most excited about? I'm excited to get into the David story. I think that's one of my favorite Bible stories. I mean, I like Samson and Delilah. That was always a fave, but I'm really, really looking forward to getting into the, um, uh, yeah, David, David and Saul. I, that was that was a lot of drama. I'm surprised they don't make more movies about that. You know, because like I feel like we get the Noah movie over and over again. We get Moses, Joseph. We get a lot of movies for that. But I feel like, are there any like really famous movies about like David? Like there's the statues, like the really famous statues, but I can't think of any like live action. No, probably not. And I think, well, I don't want to, well, you know what's Pride Month, I'll give it away. I think it was because um, David and Jonathan were gay for each other. Oh, interesting. And maybe Saul too. To me, there's enough evidence to make me, that would make me believe that maybe David and Saul were, were hooking up. Just the way they were going after each other, it felt very exes. They were a throuple. I don't know. I'm not very familiar with the story That's why I'm other than da- to getting to it. David being um, in the lion's den. Oh, Daniel? Daniel. Oh, okay. So I'm not talking about the right person. <laughs> That's actually a good See? story, too. I'm looking forward to that. That's probably one of my favorite yeah. stories. Love it. Yeah. Um, a lot of action beats. Yeah, Moses, man. Um, now that we're kind of wrapping up on him, kind of lost respect for him. He's I didn't have any in the first place. In, uh, he killed that guy. Well, he. I only knew him from Prince of okay. Egypt. And he's definitely not that no, guy. No, he's not. No, yeah, he's, he's giving scam. He's he's Prince of Egypt. He he killed a man, you know, because he was beating up on a slave, and he was like, "Stop." In this version, he killed a man, and I don't think it was that same situation yeah, at all. Yeah, and he's kind of been doing a lot of bullshit. And they he's always frame it like guys. they were building the pyramids. That Bible did not say that they were building the pyramids; just slaves. And even in the timing of this, like if it's supposed to check out the pyramids are a lot older than when this is supposed to be taking place yeah so it's it's really wild um to circle back circle back the torah is the first five books of the bible so we're in numbers now so we've already done genesis exodus leviticus um we're about to wrap numbers so we will be moving on into deuteronomy which means after that we will be done with the the jewish portion of this well the, the rest of it is still jewish or the, Once again, this okay, is the, completely appropriated for the, the Torah Jewish, portion. Yeah, the Torah portion. The Torah <laughs> we'll be portion, done with our half Torah sorry. portion. But no, um, also too, it's. I think it's, and we don't hear it enough that there are more pyramids in Sudan than in Egypt. I mean, okay. I think it's just worth mentioning. We, I think they don't get featured as much because they're able to lie. Well, because they can't pretend that white people built those. Like in Egypt, they like to pretend like the ancient Egyptians were white and the ancient Jew- Hebrews were white. And so they can be like, okay, the white people did that. Because it's on the cusp. Like, it's right yeah, under, it's uh, where Italy. it could be. A li- but even back then, these would have been thousands of years ago. These would have been very dark people. So um, even that, but they can't even play that game with Sudan. Do we ever get into any more stuff in here? Uh, no, because Moors are very. They are, but that's way after the Bible, though. Uh, Okay, well maybe. Because then, by then, I think by the time the Moors are around, Islam is around, and Islam's younger than Christianity. Yeah, maybe we'll get to that. Um, anything else? No, no, just your body. Your body belongs to you. I've been saying it for a while, and I still believe it. Until the Supreme Court. Yeah. 
I tried. <laughs> oh, also, too, Clarence Thomas is a bitch. And so is his ugly bitch wife. Traitors. Um, okay. Anyway. I mean, just a dog uh, fa- I mean, just really. I know it's not cool to talk about people's personal, but I feel like she's kind of like Emperor Palpatine, where like the evil inside of you corrupted you on the outside. Because she actually was a nice looking woman at some point. And now, because it, it's not like you can't. It to e- happen to most Americans. United States. People. What's that? Like, it tends to happen to most people. Like, they don't take care yeah, of themselves. Yeah, she looks like she was probably it's mostly like, praying to Jesus instead of going to the gym. Yeah, so well, that's my advice to people: don't go to church, go to the gym. <sighs> be better communicators. <laughs> I'm learning that in every facet of my life, it is important to be a better communicator. It's important to listen, yeah. and it's important to be able to articulate your point. Um, and apparently not use fictionalized <laughs> references because people will tell you that's fiction. Give me a real life example. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, I want to stop there. It's uh, it's always good to talk to you people. Be looking up, be on the lookout for more content. Oh, Bible breakdown podcast at gmail.com. I said that Sorry. earlier, but we'll say it again. again. And uh, yeah, take care. Have a good week. Good energy. Good vibes to Bye. all. Peace.